Lessons of Life, Lesson 7, SATS, The State Akin to Sleep. I recently did a video on other ways of getting to silence and to get into that state akin to sleep that Neville Goddard talks about. But I forgot to put in the most obvious one, the one that stares us all in the face staring me in the face and I, I've never mentioned it so you know here we go <laughs> have a drink get a buzz moderation of course the Bible tells you this King Arthur the story of King Arthur tells you this you know Zeus and all of them tell you this get a buzz that's how you do it you get a buzz and then you just go lay in that chair and join that buzz <laughs> There you go. You're in silence. You're imagining. You're talking to Pops. Here you go. You know, you're relaxed when you have a drink. And it's not, you know, it's funny because you'll hear that in history, for example, that uh, in England and Europe uh, during the medieval times, that people preferred their meat or their wine, their drink, over water. And the uh, imagined excuses because the water was poisoned because people were throwing their um, garbage and trash out you know their poop out into the street which is just bullshit they make all that shit up I'm calling bullshit on that nobody's gonna live in a city where when they walk down the street poop could get thrown on them give me a break okay no no city so wonderful that you want to live there and get pooped rain down on you I don't think so. No. You didn't have a city unless you had a system for it. Okay? There's a system. There's the sewage system. And it's there. Okay? And it wasn't throw it out into the street. It was take it down to the trash man who takes it away to the river or whatever. And it was to emphasize, you know, everybody wanted their meat and their drink so they were buzzed <laughs> it's no different than it is in any other generation you know marijuana you want to get a buzz you know you, you take it to heroin cocaine whatever whatever your thing is that's you you know everybody's different but we tend to take it too far and then it becomes an addiction and now we start judging it's bad and it's not bad and it's not good it's just wine it's just whiskey it's just fermented rice sucky you know it's marijuana it's a pill that's all it is and it can't really do anything to you unless you believe it can because I know from my own experience alcohol does nothing for me it does not give me a buzz it does not do anything you know and never has and now that I'm older you know I just really dislike it so if I drink it I tend to get sick and throw it up and not want it anymore who wants to do that not me uh -uh. you know so I don't really drink. 
I will have an occasional plum wine, though. I really do love plum wine. And, um, you know, so you can g get a buzz on. Everybody has their own way of, you know, getting a buzz on. And, and usually it's with a glass of wine or, a, you know, a, a glass of whiskey or in ancient, you know, olden times, warmed meat. If it's you... You know, in that sleepy mood while you drink it. it It's that kind of thing. So you, you have a beer. Okay, so what? Have a beer. Have a, have a good beer that you really like, you know. I'll do that. Now, I'll go get me a Foster's, you know, and I'll drink that Foster's. I like to do that. But it's really about, you know, how do you want to relax? And even Neville Goddard would go, you know, have a, a drink or two of whiskey. So, you know, it's not uh, something you should ignore. It's an easy tool to grab onto. The, but the problem is when you take it too far and you're not doing it in moderation. And now you're allowing it to bully you. Okay, and then you're, you're splitting it. Now it's bad. You guys see the good, bad, the good, the bad, the good. <laughs> so, yeah, don't go there. Just, you know, tell yourself moderation in all things. And if, you know, things are getting to you, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go have a bubble bath and a glass of wine. <laughs> or I'm just going to go sit in the backyard with a glass of wine, you know, or a beer. Or whatever you like, you like to grill. I think I'll grill up some steak and have a whiskey, you know. Or I'll grill up some hot dogs and burgers and have a beer. It's Fourth of July here, so in the United States, so a lot of people be grilling, you know. And, and do you love to grill? Well, if you love to grill, man, have a glass of wine and enjoy it. <laughs> there you go. Doing your task that you love to do. Have that sip of wine. There you go. Going into the silence. Mm -mm, you're relaxed. It's good. Now you're in the state of kind of sleep. People tend to take terms that were meant one way in another generation and not they're not able to comprehend what they're reading. Okay? The state akin to sleep. The state like sleep, which is silence. What is it like before you go to sleep? You're, you're not, your mind's not talking. It's quiet. It's silent. The state akin to sleep is silence. Okay? Neville said do it before. He did it before he went to bed. Because it's really like the state akin to sex. You're going to shoot off an energy rocket. If you hadn't, then you didn't reach satisfaction. And you're still battling that angel. So, you have your drink. <laughs> go sit in your comfy chair. Go lay down. Go get in the bath. Whatever. You know, and relax. Silence. 
you know, and now do it, you know, having a drink, having a beer, having a whiskey, having a vodka, having a margarita, those things are perfectly fine. It's when you've associated them with party, and I have to have more than one, and you're, you're taking it too far. It's great moderation. Okay, everything is great in moderation. You know, you take it too far because you think it can be taken from you. And you best get it in now. <laughs> I'm only partying for dinner. You know, there may not be tomorrow. Was your idea of partying until you're plastered, don't know what you're saying, and falling down and hurting yourself, the idea of the last day of your life? Yeah, I don't think so. You see what I'm saying? Moderation. So if it really was the last day of your life, you'd have a glass of wine, but you wouldn't get yourself drunk. You'd have a glass of wine, you'd enjoy the taste of it, and feel it going down your throat, and how yummy it is, and you'd close your eyes, and you'd think about having some more wine. And then tomorrow you'll wake up to have some more wine. So I hope this helps. King Arthur is a a really great story about this. You know, you are the Holy Grail. Your imagination is the wine. That's why uh, it is used in the Bible. You know, that the blood, the wine represents Christ's blood. And Christ's blood is uh, consciousness and imagination. And Christ, you imagine everything you need for life there is no life without you <laughs> okay so you're not a victim of life or a bully okay once you learn these laws some tend to become bullies okay, no and that's again taking it too far and you got to step back, and it's not really generalizing, it's stepping back and looking at the whole picture and seeing that, you know, well, I like these things and I don't like those things, and okay, you know, and why do I like those things, or why do I not like those things, or what is it about that that scares me, what, what am I afraid of, you know, and then you flip it. Okay, I believed that, that could happen, but I don't believe that anymore. Now I believe and take that fear away. Get rid of it. You don't pay attention to the outside because it's constantly changing. Because thoughts and beliefs are constantly changing. And others are constantly being tested. They are constantly given a choice. And they can choose to react or act. That is up to them. Okay, their response is all of them. Yes, I made them that way, but now I'm changing how I see them. I see them as this, you know, and it's come from a place of love. I see them as prosperous. I see them as abundant. I see them as happy. They are so happy. Look how happy they are. I love seeing how happy they are. You're not trying to provide the detail that's getting down into the layers okay you you're they're happy what would make them happy you know love that you know that 
love is saturating their mind, body, and soul, that they're just like all of life, prosperous, abundant, rich, fulfilled. You know, no one says no to these kind of gifts. You know, if they do, then they have lots of pain and suffering to go deal with. Let them go deal with it. And bless them and pray for them. They're hurting. They're hurting, hurting souls. No one, no one should have to walk the earth thinking they're not loved. I don't care what you've said or done. I don't care. I don't care if you look down should die in the face and said anything but faith, hope, and love. I, I don't care. I, I know you know better now. I know you do. And it's just a matter of not reacting. And saving your reactions for later when you're ready to respond. And you figured out your response. And now you go back and, okay, we're, we're editing the film here. And now we're, this is the new scene. And on with the film. You know, for our generation, it, the baby boomers, the love generation, whatever you want to call them, and beyond for this huge group of people, it's best to think of it like a movie because every second of film consists of 28 frames of pictures. They're just still pictures and that's what you're doing. And when you breathe in, you create the space that all the little role players, now we move those pictures fast in time, okay, and they fill it all in. <laughs> it's really cool when you think about it like that. I think it is anyways, but uh, it really is a series of moments. And you're just basically saying, no, I'm erasing that moment. This is the moment. And you saved that passion, those feelings, for when you do respond in your imagination. Because it takes passion and feeling to shoot rockets off. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you for being you.